0: Hello and welcome to SAE Unplugged. I'm your host, Grayson Brulty. Today's a special edition of Unplugged. I've been thinking a lot about autonomous trucking and the impact the technology will have on the global economy. Me, I'm very fortunate to have a lot of friends in the sector. One of those friends is M- Mr. Lee White, a man who needs no introduction, an individual I'm proud to call a friend, and is commonly known around the industry as a professor. For those of you who don't know Mr. White, he's an autonomous trucking and logistics expert with deep strategy and operational experience in the AV trucking space from over four decades of experience at UPS. That's right, four decades of experience at UPS and an autonomous trucking company. So what are we going to do? I'm going to give Lee a call. Lee, I hope I didn't catch you on the golf course. Thanks for picking up. I'm recording a podcast live. How you doing, sir? You want to join us?
1: Grace, it's so good to hear your voice. Yeah. Uh, this is timing is perfect.
0: This is fantastic. You know, the fun part about this is this is my SAE Plug podcast. And prior to you coming on to give the audience an overview of you and your background. So let's dive right into it, Lee. In your opinion, sir, what is the current state of the autonomous trucking industry?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think the autonomous trucking industry is moving along at the expected pace right now. It's a little bit slower than what we thought a couple of years ago, but... I think what we've seen here in the last uh, quarter or so has been significant investment. We saw Aurora weighs $853 million. We saw Stack A.V. come out of stealth mode with a commitment for a billion dollars. There's been a couple other financial commitments. So we've, we've seen uh, $2 billion worth of investment into the A.V. trucking space. So I think that's huge. That's strong communication on what's taking place. And the other two things that I think are significant this year that we've seen during the last few months has been Daimler Trucking has communicated in their capital markets day that they expect uh, in the year 2030, AV Trucking to, to generate 3 billion euros of revenue for them. Starting in 2027, they laid out a four-phase expansion timeline and that's in that, in that uh, sequence. And we've seen Volvo also come to the table. They've announced basically transportation as a service that they'll be using an autonomously driven Volvo truck to serve their customers. So two big OEM anchors that I think are very strong for the AV trucking industry. And then we've... Uh, we're seeing substantial investments.
0: It validates the market. It validates the demand. You have two large corporations in Volvo and Daimler truck. That validates. And you have a, a raw raising $853 million from the public markets. You have Stack raising a billion dollars from the markets. It's all signals that are pointing to a healthy and, and vibrant industry. So the capital flow and the development of the tr- the trucks is happening. Next step is commercialization. What has to happen for the autonomous trucks to commercialize? Then, when they commercialize, to scale their commercial operations. Yeah.
1: So uh, the commercialization is really uh, turning their tech, which, you know, I describe it. We've proven that the tech works. We've proven that trucks can drive AV. Uh, so the tech is there. You know, fleets will tell you that that they see the tech as being proven in in the business case that we've done that as an industry but it needs to turn into a product, right? So that you can scale that. So there's there, that. that is, I kind of call us like we're in our quiet period right now where the AV trucking companies are doing that. They're validating the last 1%. They're proving out their safety case. They're taking all of the, the, the details of actually being able to launch and land and operate their missions. But it, it's a very internal focus of them getting all their work done. So that's what's taking place in inside the AV trucking companies. What I think is uh, an issue for us, right, is in order to be able to scale, is there's certain things that need that the customers need to be ready to do. So the fleets, the shippers, the carriers, they have to be ready to accept these AV loans. What, how's the handoff going to happen? Where do those uh, AV-driven trucks, where do they stop? When does the manual begin? How do you How do you pass on the information, the the bill of lading information, the paperwork that the drivers are carrying now? How does that become integrated and pass uh, from from the AV trucking company to the fleet? So, you know, the fleets have spent hundreds of millions of dollars de-risking their operations. And what we have to be ready to do as an AV trucking industry is plug into that de-risk in a seamless way. So we have to get ready for that. What we don't want to do is, is let this be serial development. So we wait until the AV trucking company finishes all this homework that they're doing, the last 1% of the safety case. And then we get to a point and say, okay, we're ready to deploy in these lanes. And then here comes the trucking company said, well, wait a minute. What, what are you going to do about the checklist? What are we doing about the PMIs? What are we doing about the the maintenance history on the trailers? What about the what, what about the customer paperwork and the visibility? How do I know where the trucks are? So there's all of these hurdles that we're facing that are that we have to get over in order to commercialize at scale. That we need to start bringing those forward. We need fleets talking about them. We need to be in these conversations. So that's that's what needs to start happening now, pulling these hurdles forward so that we can really open up the runway so that as the AV trucking companies finish their internal work, we're really ready to adopt and commercialize at scale.
0: Is the next step getting the technicians on board and getting a general standard of how to operate the trucks, how to launch trucks, fix the trucks, and repair the trucks?
1: Absolutely. You know, Grayson, I, I think of the fleets that I work with very closely. There's not a one of them that is willing to accept the risk of not having this product be able to fit in their maintenance processes, their checklists, their safety protocols, their safety processes. We have got to, to establish the maturity, if you will. Uh, when these fleets right now, when they talk to the AV trucking companies, tell me about your maintenance. What does the OEM do and what do you do? The the typical response they get is, oh, well, that's on our roadmap to figure out. We're going to get to that in the future. Those aren't questions just to help the fleets answer questions for the future. They want to know what that looks like now because they want to start planning for that. So they need answers. They need direction. They need to understand what changes in their warranty discussions with the OEMs versus what kind of warranty discussion they'll have with the AV trucking company. Who's responsible for the wiring harness and the connection to uh, the LiDAR unit? You know, who, who does that? And and what's what's the maintenance procedures on that? All of that information is just kind of out there and people know we got to figure it out, but there's not a, a process to do it to get the consistency and procedure in place so that everybody's built to the same best practice and everybody's built into the same specs. That is what's so important about what needs to happen now with the technicians.
0: And that's changing because SAE ITC is developing the Autonomous Trucking Technicians Best Practice Initiative. You and I are both helping Pete Doty on it. We, we have the fleets at the table, the, the, the AV companies are at the table. For a listener sitting here, said, "Okay, that's interestingly. You laid out a clear case of why. How is SAE going to get all these folks together, and what is this initiative going to work to achieve?"
1: Yeah, so they're moving on a consortium process that's going to bring in key voices from, like you said, the industry and the AV trucking companies, and they'll prioritize that work. So they will get it set up so that the process is well understood, well vetted by the AV trucking companies. And then it essentially uh, identifies the exact best practices and standards that, that the AV truckings will, trucking companies will comply with. It becomes essentially industry standards. That's what we're talking about. That's what they're gonna be building in this
0: process. And that's what they're building, but before we get there, there's other individuals that says, well, I'm interested in autonomous trucking. Well. Yeah, I, you got you put your professor hat on. You, you you do it very, very well. You've done it for multiple universities, and you are a very proud, Georgia Bulldog, so I have to give you a, a proud moment there. Lee, on on December fourth and fifth, you are teaching, you the professor, sir, are teaching the SAE atomic Technology and Long Haul Trucking Course in Troy, Michigan in person. What are you gonna cover in that class?
1: Yeah, Grayson, so As I've journeyed down this path, there's been two things that have become very evident to me. One is there's a lot of brilliant people at the AV trucking companies uh, that are building out this technology that have a very low understanding of trucking. All the nuances, all of the details. And for an industry that they expect to significantly disrupt, there's a very low understanding level. So we wanna take that group of people and give them good understanding of what's really gonna take place as trucking companies go to adopt this, what's gonna to need to start, stop, and change in in the trucking companies, as well as give a good understanding to the AV trucking employees, how does that look for the future? In the same breath, what I've learned as we've talked to fleets is there's a lack of understanding about What's taking place in the AV trucking industry? What, what are Where is everybody right now in the space? What's going to be some of the capabilities? What's the constraints? What's going to be uh, the nuances of how the AV trucking operated network is going to intersect with the trucking company? So it doesn't matter whether you're uh, uh, in the OEM space at a trucking company, whether you're in the fleet, you're in dispatching, You're in management. If you are part of the trucking ecosystem and you need to get ready for how is AV trucking going to impact my business? What do I need to do to start, stop, and change? How can I contribute to the conversation at my company and do it from a well-grounded understanding of the AV trucking spaces? That's what we want to enable. So we want to have classrooms that's filled with. Both types of students so that we're getting some experience and people that are talking about where they're taking it, uh, what their understanding of AV trucking is, as well as what the trucking company people are experiencing. So it, what we what we walk into that class with is maybe a lot of expertise in our field of, of operations right now that we do in our job, and we want to take them out of that, uh, out of that classroom so they have a good solid understanding of where the av trucking industry what's coming down the pipe what's going to take place in the future and for the trucking companies for them to have a good understanding of that whole ecosystem and what's going to be taking place so it really is it's a crash course on av trucking and that that integration and talking about the future of how they come together and what things do I need to start dealing with right now in order to get ready for that?
0: Are there any prerequisites that have to be had before an individual can attend your course?
1: No, uh, Grayson, as long as, you know, wherever they are on the ecosystem, we ask them to bring that uh, into their space. But there's no, no certain prerequisites uh, for someone that has to already have in order to come to the class. It really is just a lot of information that's going to come their way but a lot of opportunities for them to ask questions and get into the dialogue about it.
0: Is there an online element as well? Perhaps there's somebody in California or in Florida that wants to join in, but they can't travel?
1: So we are, yeah. We're, we're doing this first class in uh, Troy, Michigan, as you said. So we'll have uh, a lot of people there in the classroom, but we also have virtual opportunities. So it's a hybrid class. There'll be people that will be on it by Zoom and people in the classroom. And the, the good thing, the SAE team has uh, some, some advanced technology for teaching so that whether you've got a question and you're on the Zoom screen or whether you're in the classroom, it's gonna, you're going to experience the same
0: depth of the class. Fantastic. Last one before, before I let you go back to your round of golf here. How can they register?
1: Yeah, so it's on the SAE webpage, and there's an uh, opportunity for them just to reach out and we can, we can take it from there as far as getting signed up for the class.
0: Perfect, well, I'll let you go back to your round of golf. I really thank you for joining this live edition of SAE Unplugged and I'll get out there and play with you soon. So Lee, thanks so much for coming on SAE Live Unplugged today.
1: Look forward to it, Grayson. Thanks for having me, take care.
0: Let us know what your thoughts are on the future of autonomous trucking. Let us know how you like to get involved. Sign up for a course. If you're interested, please send us an email, podcast at sae.org. That's podcast at sae.org. Today is tomorrow. Tomorrow is today. The future is autonomous trucking.